This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to live as a person of faith and a culture against faith. Let's talk about porn, y'all. Hey, that was a good intro. Yeah. We are going to talk about porn. <laughs> I think where we got to start is where do we get the word porn from? Oh, interesting. Yeah, porn actually comes from the Greek word porneia. And it's kind of a blanket term for sexual immorality. It is. It is. Um, but that is where we get the idea and the word pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so funny. And then Graffe right. is writing or... or um, Some sort of visual yeah. thing telling a story or something, right? Um, but the we get this word pornography, and it's this word that honestly has kind of become somewhat accepted. Um, not somewhat. There are a lot of circles that fully embrace porn and the idea of porn. Right. But it comes from this place, and, and we use this word pretty widely, but it comes from this place of, like, it's a bad thing. Yeah, and the word itself literally means... Immoral. Yeah, immoral. So, it's just, it's so funny to me from a sociological perspective how from the ancient world... This word meant sex things that are bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Sex things that are bad. That's a really that's a really literal and rudimentary translation of the word, but I like yeah. it. The, yeah. The I mean, sex <laughs> things that are bad. Yeah. yeah. So to now pornography, which is kind of accepted but still has extremely dangerous consequences. Oh, yeah. Extremely dangerous consequences. Um, So, yeah, maybe maybe let's let's continue this conversation there. Why in the world in a series on sex and sexuality at a church would we want to talk about pornography? Well... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because it's it is in our mind detrimental to your idea of sex, your experience of sex, and your embracement of your sexuality. Yeah. Um in that same vein, the other day um I was scrolling through Instagram um and Someone that I follow, like one of the, uh, 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 it wasn't a church, it was some sort of like Christian organization that I follow. Okay. Um, had posted a video. Um, it was an interview. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but Mia Khalifa. Um, Who's that? She was a, was a porn star. Oh, okay. Um, and kind of, not kind of like, extremely popular if not the most popular okay um and uh so she was in this interview and it was uh i can't remember the name of the interview it was a a british show um but um this guy was just talking to her like what like what has this done for you and she said oh it destroyed my self-worth yeah 
it destroyed my self-worth and not to mention all of the the women that um are trafficked through porn yeah um she came out and said that like pretty openly um that she herself felt exploited um and that she said this and i've heard this from other places but it hit different coming from her Mm -hmm. um she said that what this does is men watch this and then expect their wives to do the same stuff yeah on a tuesday night yeah that's just not how it works yeah well i think you know our friends over at elijah rising our partners have done on their podcast conversations with a lot of different people about porn and the effects of porn and how that influences trafficking and all these things. And they do one episode, Sam Hernandez does an episode where she has a conversation with someone that was in porn and ended up there in a kind of crazy scenario. But how she was trafficked and how they were treated and, and how it was such a terrible thing. But I think we don't believe it because we can say, oh, well, the true porn stars, the ones that have agents and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. like I'm sure what Mia had. Yeah. Um, we go, that doesn't happen to them. Yeah. And so that true. can't be the norm. Yeah. And she comes out and goes, no, I was at the top of the game mm-hmm. and it happened to me. Yeah. Well, what, it, what they end up doing is... They bring you in for like a modeling job. This is this is the narrative that she told. They brought her in for a modeling job. She thought that they were going to be taking pictures, and they did the first time. The next time, they asked her to take her clothes off. Yeah. And then it just kind of spiraled from there. Yeah. Um, and then there's these like really sketchy, very um, confusingly worded contracts that they sign. Yep. Yeah. Um, in which they don't have legal representation. Right. And you get trapped into this. Yeah, or feel like you're trapped. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure that contract is voidable because it has illegality to it. Right. Um, But, yeah, so there there are pieces of porn there that are infinitely damaging to the individuals in the film. Yes, absolutely. But there's another level of what happens and what Mia picked up on is that when you watch porn, you you begin to build an expectation based upon fantasy mm-hmm. of what sex is supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. And especially if... It's it's damaging twofold. If you're if you're watching porn before you're married, you have unrealistic expectations of what sex is going to be like when you're married. Yeah. If you're watching it while you're married, you are building unrealistic expectations that your spouse cannot live up to. Yeah. I was watching a Instagram post the other day from a sex therapist and she said she did a three-part series on the effects of porn. And one of the things that she said, she's talking about the fantasy and the building unrealistic expectations element. And she said that when you watch porn, 
it gives you the idea that men are supposed to be able to last super long in bed. Oh, wow. And she goes, and, and that you don't need lubricant. What she actually says is that's just not true for most people that most people need a lubricant and there's nothing wrong with you. If you do, it makes it feel better. And number two, that the average couple, a healthy couple would be somewhere around in between seven to nine minutes of actual intercourse before orgasm. Mm -hmm. If you're less than two minutes, she says you have some kind of problem that you can fix. They have things for this. But porn gives you the idea that people can go in vigorous intercourse for 30, 45 minutes at a time. Yeah. And that's just simply not true. In fact, she even went so far as to say, and I don't, I don't know this. I, I mean, she's a sex therapist. I'm going to trust her. But that anything much longer than seven to nine minutes or, or 13 minutes at max, roughly, it begins to become painful for mm. the women. Mm. Um. And that might be some of what Mia was talking about and that not feeling self-worth, feeling abused, all those types of things. Um, And so I think there there are elements of that 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 are absolutely 100% true. And even down to, I think another piece um, about this is that porn gives you the idea that every person having sex has come to a place where they 150% embrace their sexuality in all its fullness. Mm. Mm. And that's also just not true. Yeah. Coming to a place where you can be vulnerable with someone in your most vulnerable state and embrace all of your sexuality takes time. Yeah. It takes a level of comfort and trust that's not there immediately. Yeah. Um, and yet porn doesn't tell you that porn is literally the opportunity. It's escapism. Yeah. It's the opportunity for you to embrace a fantasy at which you escape your problems or receive a release or whatever. Yeah. But then you, you've created this fantasy because you've now experienced a dopamine high through this video that you then bring into your bedroom Mm -hmm. thinking that you can recreate it and it'll be even better, but you can't recreate it. Yeah. It's next to impossible for you to recreate it. Number one, because you probably don't even, your partner probably doesn't even know you're trying to recreate it. Yeah. And So I just think that there are a lot of elements of it, especially in the fantasy piece that are so damaging. Yeah. And it's so it's, it's a little humorous, but I think it, it, it tells the story really well. We're, we're big friends watchers in this house. Yeah. We love to watch the series friends. And there's a episode where Joey and Chandler are living together. And, they somehow happen upon a free porn channel. Yeah. And they're so afraid to turn it off because they don't want to lose the porn channel. Yeah. So they're like, they've had nothing on the TV except porn for like a week. 
Nobody touches the air around the TV. Yeah, they're <laughs> so afraid to lose the porn channel. And at the end of the episode, Chandler comes running in and goes, dude, something's wrong. And Joey goes, what? And he goes, I just ordered pizza. And the pizza delivery girl didn't want to have sex with me. <laughs> and Joey goes, what? Or he says, maybe he has a similar story or something. Yeah, he did. The same thing happened to me earlier. Yeah. And Chandler goes, it's time to turn the porn off. Mm-hmm. Like he realized that porn had created a fantasy for him that the world didn't live up to. Yeah, except they turn it back on. <laughs> they do turn it back on. We still have porn. We still have porn. Yeah. They do turn it back on. But even just in that moment, he realized that porn had created a fantasy that he can't live up to, that yeah. the world doesn't live up to. And it was unhealthy for him because you get so deep in it that nothing is as good as the fantasy. Yeah. And so you never pursue a partner. Or when you do, it's never as good. Right. Um, and so that's why the fantasy element of porn is really, really bad. And we've already talked about why the trafficking element yep. is, is really bad. But I want to talk about um, now self-worth and body image effects that come from porn. Mm. Um. I haven't watched porn in a long time, but I remember that porn stars and actors and actresses are the best of the best in human physique. Probably. They're, you know, they're the top of the game. Yeah. And so this does two things. Number one, when women watch porn and they see all these female porn stars that are skinny waist, large breasts, and these are the women that everybody wants to watch have sex, and they're the women that all the other porn stars want to have sex with, it it makes me go, well, nobody wants to have sex with me because right. I don't look like that. Yeah. And then on the man's side... Same kind of deal. Just with size. Yeah. Well, I'm not that big, so I can't please a woman. Yeah. Right? It it creates for us, that's the other thing the sex therapist talked about was size mm. for men. That That porn gives us a false idea that everybody else has. Has to have a horse long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has penises that are so much bigger than mine, yeah. and so I'll never be able to make a woman happy. No. When the reality is, statistically, it's just not true. Yeah. They get people with very large members in order to do the male side of porn because they have very large members. Well, and there's also other things that go into that, too. Like, um, you know, there's... Lots of times there is supplements and medication taken there. Yeah. To enlarge or, that area. Or surgeries. Or yeah. surgeries. Yep. Um, there are lots of other things happening there to make that happen. Yeah. Um, even on the, the female side too, right? Yeah. Um, and so it does create this this false idea that you have to look a certain way. Um, and then you do start feeling 
a level of shame because you don't look that way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you start feeling this this idea that like, um, you you start body shaming yourself. That's exactly what you do. Um, or you start trying to pursue ways to quote unquote fix the problem that right. you've identified. Yeah, it's a, it it's a problem. Um, destroys your own self confidence. Yep. Which also will play into a a level of you not being happy in your relationship. Yep. Um, because guys, let's be honest here. Women like confidence, right? Yep. Um, women, guys like confidence. Yeah. Um, and so like, if you don't, if you're not confident in yourself, you do have a, a hard time being happy in a relationship. Yeah. Um, gotta love yourself first before you can love someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And porn just destroys that. Oh yeah. It just obliterates the idea that, that your self image can ever be loved. Yeah. Um, because you don't look like these other people. The last thing that I want to talk about of the effects of porn is the desensitization. Mm. I was watching on Instagram a woman on the Instagram reels. Yes, I'm an old person. I don't have TikTok. Um, I don't have TikTok either. <laughs> oh, well, everybody says that only people over like 35 just do the Instagram reels thing because they don't know how to use TikTok. I mean, I know how to use TikTok. I just don't like TikTok. Yeah, I I just I never got one. I I struggle to keep up with my Instagram, much less yeah. another social platform. I, my Facebook already suffers. I spend so much time on Instagram for Wellhouse stuff that I don't want <laughs> yeah. to be on Instagram. Yeah. Um but anyway, so I was watching this and she begins to talk about her the effects of porn in her relationship. Because she began to watch porn with her significant other. Mm. It wasn't until it was too late in her mind that they realized that porn was the thing that broke them up. Because the fantasy elements, the body image issues that we've just talked about, but also the desensitization. She was with a man and she began to fantasize about being with a woman. Mm which she'd never done before porn. But porn, once again, creates this fantasy that it's easy to get to a place where you see this kind of rough experience of sex from men with women and this kind of tender, loving experience of sensuality with other women you know, female-female kind of relationships. And so when you don't see that kind of sex in porn from a man, you feel drawn to that level of sensuality, but your experience of it, your fantasy is that that only comes from women because that's the only porn that you watch where that happens. So you begin to fantasize about being with a woman. Yeah, um, I will say that, like, I don't think that that is um, true in all porn, um, but I do think that the overwhelming majority um, is about men having power over the women. 
Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's not true. I don't have all, a statistic on this, right. but I would say that, yeah, that it does seem that that is the overwhelming majority. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that that is always true. In no, I don't want to use an absolute there, but the overwhelming majority is definitely there. Yeah. Um, um even down, sure. even down to the fact that, which creates another problem. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it, it gives you as a man, right? This idea that like I can complete um, on my partner's face and that be okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I can shame them. I can do something to shame them whilst intercourse. Right. And it'd be okay. When no, that's that's just not okay. Yeah. Well You gotta have consent before you do anything, bro. Like Well, and I think I think the other thing that it does in this idea that it's male dominated and male forward, because by and large males are the ones that have the visible ejaculation. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, I know when this is done because the dude's done. Yeah. The interesting thing about that is that most of the experience is about the man. Right. I would venture to say, and I'm going to try to find a statistic for this, but definitely more than 50% of porn, I'm sure, doesn't have the woman being independently pleased. The man will receive oral as the natural lubricant and to please him, but I would venture to say that less than 50% of the time does the woman receive independent pleasure, which gives me as a man, if I watch porn, the false assumption that I don't have to please my partner, mm. that sex mm-hmm. is only about me getting mine. Yep. Which once again creates all kinds of dilemmas. Yeah. And so listeners, as we wrap up this episode, one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link in the descriptions in the description to a website called traffickinghub.com. If you didn't know this, the largest porn site ever is pornhub.com. Traffickinghub.com is a site created in order to shut down porn or shut down Pornhub for all the things that we've talked about and most significantly the exploitation and rape that is posted on Pornhub. So I'm going to leave a link there. I've already signed it. Have you signed it? Okay, I've already signed it. Um, Clayton is going to sign it if he hasn't. Yes. Um, if you have not signed up to sign the petition to shut down Pornhub by going to traffickinghub.com, please join us in that. Porn is damaging to people. It is damaging to marriages. It is damaging to generations.